0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to She Brigade, the podcast. I'm your host, Belun Glemse If you're new here, welcome to the podcast. And if you're a returning brigader, welcome back. She Brigade is a podcast that celebrates and amplifies the stories of incredible and inspiring black female trailblazers. On the show, our guests share their life stories, the highs, the lows, and everything that has brought them to be who they are today. Today's guest is Kimzi Masilo. In 2017, Kinsey became a finalist at Sandler's Hot New Talent Search at SA Fashion Week. And in 2018, she went on to be the first ever winner of Project Runway South Africa. In this episode, she shares how she was first introduced into the fashion world, how she's been navigating it, and life before and after Project Runway. Remember, we love to hear from you, so please engage with us on our social media at SheBrigade on all social media platforms, or email us your feedback at info at And don't forget to rate and review us on your podcast platform. So, let's dive in. Okay, hey kids, and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm laughing Fantastic. because... We've been through a lot this morning anyway. trying to get all of this sorted so <laughs>
1: technical difficulties. All the technical mm.
0: difficulties in the world. Crazy. But I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm it's so a pleasure to chat to you.
1: I'm I'm a bit nervous because I don't know what kind of questions you're gonna ask me, but I'm hoping <laughs> Yeah. It's Listen, children. you you
0: you write your own story. That's what I believe in life, and that's how oh, I fantastic. actually approach this podcast as well. So yeah, let's dive into it, right? Okay. So wait, before we begin, I was just saying I just want to tell the audience because I was saying, I think the first time I met you was about, <laughs> the first time I met you was like four to five years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we were... At Mercedes, I think it was Mercedes Mercedes-Benz Benz Fashion, Fashion Week. Week yes. yeah, yeah And <laughs> what's th- what's funny is that a friend a friend of mine and I both won tickets. Oh, so you also won tickets? We both won tickets. Separately. Sure. I, like I, we, I just got an invite.
1: I didn't even ask. I was just in, like, let's go. We entered this go. competition and won
0: tickets and we could both bring, bring friends. A plus one, yeah. yeah. Bring a plus okay. one. And she bought you, and that's how I met you. Yeah. But guys, when I tell you that. Kenze, <laughs> We went there, we were getting our VIP treatment, it was so much fun. Drinking and champagne. Kids, we were drinking champagne so relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> and you were working. Yeah. You worked. You went there with intention. Yeah. You were working. I literally sat there and I was like, Look at this girl. <laughs> like you you were working. I've never I can't really for, me, remember. I, for me it was just so beautiful to watch and I will always remember that because I was like there's a girl that knows what she wants mm, and she's mm, going for it mm. you weren't distracted by the fact that obviously we, we want this VIP treatment yeah you weren't that didn't even distract no, you no 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 didn't even deter you yeah and you went in
1: yeah I mean I think for me the most important thing was just having access to to, to the platforms mm. and me- meeting people networking because yeah. sometimes if you don't place yourself in the in the right positions, you hardly ever make the right connections. Yes. So when I when I got those tickets and a friend of mine was like, come through, let's go have champagne. I was like, uh, you can always have champagne, you know, yeah. any any day. It's any just way. that this is fashion week and I'm in the fashion industry, so I need to focus. Yes. That's basically it. Yeah. And have fun at the same time because it was, it was quite nice. Yes. Oh, still wow. Have, I still have like cute pictures from, from that evening. Yeah, yeah, same. It was, cool. <laughs> it was, it was, it was an amazing yeah. evening,
0: but... Okay, so let's get into the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So on this podcast, we like to start all the way from the beginning. Ooh. I want you to take us all the way back to younger kids growing oh. up. What kind of a child were you? Um, your primary school life, yeah. your high school life, all of it.
1: Well, growing up, I think I was I was a handful. I mean, really, yeah, I was <laughs> I was always in trouble. <laughs> I, yeah, used to, yeah. I used to test my 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 parents. always make sure that I. I don't know. I just didn't like fitting in. Mm. I, I always wanted to 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 do something new, try out something exciting, and that was very adventurous. So obviously, um, when you're young, your parents can easily dismiss it as a ADHD or ADD, but it's just like just me discovering new like techniques and and just playing and just being myself. Mm. So yeah, it was it was kind of hectic growing up. Um, so I was raised by my. But my grandmother and my dad, Mm. because I always share the story and say I was raised because, I mean, after my mom passed away, it was like a back and forth between Mm. go-go, dad, go-go, dad. It's like, you know, which direction? (laughs) (laughs) But um, they both had a huge role in my life. So um, a lot of things changed for me. I think some people always ask me, why did you get into design? And I'm like, honestly speaking, I, I don't... I don't remember the moment where it kind of like clicked ended, Yeah, that yeah, I'm going to become a fashion designer. It just, I just needed some kind of distraction from, I think a really dark period in my life. Mm. And I always knew that I was a creative. So I always say if I wasn't into fashion, I'd probably be designing buildings or cars because I mean, automotive is also quite interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, so what, wait, what, you, it, so you may not have known that you wanted to be a designer. Mm. What did you think you wanted to be?
1: Honestly speaking, I I, I wanted to be, at some point I wanted to be an accountant because there were so many influences on the family. I wanted to be a lawyer because dad wanted me to go into that direction. Yeah. And I wanted to be so many things. But it was merely because somebody had an influence on it. You know, yeah. it wasn't really something in, in, in me. Mm. So when I actually think about how I got into the fashion industry... Even till today, I'm actually, I find it quite interesting because my mom was in fashion. Mm. Yeah, she worked in retail. So okay. she okay. But I never took that as,
0: as, as a... As, as one of those influences. A, yeah. yeah. A,
1: so I just, I remember there were times where I'd go to the store, spend time with her, and that's why I kind of, I, I gravitated towards fashion and retail. Mm. So she worked in retail, and um, I think that part of, 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 of my life kind of contributed to why I got into fashion and so like I said I got into the arts did some creative work in high school there was a young designers competition which interesting enough I got a call from my old high school they asked me to to come and judge the same competition that I I started on so so (laughs) yeah yeah, it's kind of amazing how the universe just works um so the Young Designers Competition, when I, because normally with me, um, when I see, for instance, if I if I see something that I want and there's obviously like different routes that I have to go before I can get to the to the target, I, I'll go through it, I'll have mm-hmm. to jump, you know, get underneath whatever obstacle that comes my way, but I'll always make sure that I get through yeah. to, to the to the target. So I remember the Young Designers Competition, that was like a, a, a cute prize. That was, yeah, Uh they had for grabs. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should should just enter because, you know, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And there weren't really many black people in in, in that category as well joining the competition. I thought maybe to maybe diversify the competition, it would be quite easy and fun. Mm -hmm. So I entered and then there was another friend of mine who encouraged me. To enter, and I remember that oh, there's just so many things is coming that coming to mind right now. Um, I didn't have money to enter the competition, yeah. so I remember gathering my friends and then telling them about this great opportunity. Like I was just selling them dreams. You were always <laughs> yeah. gonna go get it. Here. You were like, "There's this thing I wanted. I'm gonna get it." Yeah, gonna I'm gonna get, get it. it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, even till today, I still I still talk to 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 the same ladies that. I think they were the first people to invest in my my business mm. so these girls um helped out with getting the seamstress and obviously the fabric and i had the creative idea and i just kind of like made sure that i made a product that was worth you know winning and then that's where that's how i t- um that's basically what i did and then i didn't win competent but I, I won like a little prize from like it was a category i think was formal way mm-hmm. i won that category and then that was it from there i just decided okay i think i can do this because putting clothing together getting sourcing fabric and i kind of enjoyed it so just from that competition i i knew this, hey, is, oh, it. this is it yeah. yeah this is this is where i'm this is where i'm headed wow
0: <clears throat> okay so that's interesting so from between then and the time when you won the sunglass sunglass ha- had competition. competition
1: i didn't win the com- people always think i won the competition oh my gosh
0: really i'll just i don't know <laughs> 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 oh my gosh okay so between okay between the, the competition itself yeah and then um how was the journey of being in the fashion industry well trying to get into oh. the fashion industry in south africa as a young, young, young black girl? Well, I think from
1: entering that competition was also another way, because it meant, okay, how it started off, I was after graduating, I went straight back home and I was working mm-hmm. from home. So I was making clothes for, for, for friends and, and family. But the one thing that always bothered me was just, being in this room and you can just imagine I was in the Northwest away from a lot of things. Mm. So I didn't have like access to a a lot of people, Mm. you know, resources. So I I just got concerned with the fact that I'm here stitching and thinking that I'm probably like so good at what I do, but if I'm not getting like criticism, I don't really think I can grow. Mm. So it wasn't really about winning. Yes, of course there was hopes of winning the competition, but for me, it just, felt like I needed to step out there and, and then put myself in the position where I can get constructive criticism. Yeah.
0: Compete with a larger pool as yeah. well. Because like you're saying when you're in a small town, it's easy to think Yeah, you Yeah, it's easy to you're think the okay, business. I'm killing it, I'm killing it. But actually <laughs> do you yeah. have the, are you competing against the best? Yeah. And are you getting that feedback?
1: Yeah, I think that's a lot of um that's a lot of designers' mistakes that you, you, you tend to believe that you're so good at what you're doing that you don't want to hear what anybody yeah. else has to say. And that kind of, it, it's a bit sad to, to, to witness, but um, I think mm-hmm. it's important to put yourself out there and get as, get as much information and feedback from, from, from your creativity yeah. and your work. Yeah. So that's it's quite important.
0: And, like, how did it go? Did you get that? Do you feel like you got that experience that you wanted?
1: Yeah, I got a lot from that. I mean, even the confidence was just, like, confidence. yeah. Because, I mean, we were there was, like, more than 200 applicants. And I got in and made it to the top eight. So sure. that's a lot of um, auditioning and, and yeah. you know, trials that i had to go through and it kind of wears you all it it is a bit hectic sometimes because mm. i remember oof, i will never forget that day when i had to grab a taxi from brits to santon and i had this huge bag full of clothing and i just i remember i was three hours late you can never it was that bad i was but i still made it oh, three hours.
0: <laughs> i was three hours late you felt so horrible.
1: Oh, lucilla was gonna kill me i felt like she was gonna kill me but yeah, I made it through, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how, but I just remember being present. Yeah. You, know, you got to make sure that you're present, you show up, and you give it your best. And there was a lot of challenges sure. even getting to, let's say, Fashion Week. But I made it. Mm. And to me, that was that was more than enough. So... With that competition, I was able to move forward and then enter another competition, which is... I mean, a few months later, I, went, I entered Project Runway. Project so I was Runway. was like, yeah, I got that. That one that. you won. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That one you won.
0: That one we're 100% clear. You won that one. And I was watching and Thank it was you. amazing watching your journey. Thank you so much. So how was the experience, by the way?
1: Project Runway was... It was very surreal. I feel. I feel like every every evening when we had um, judging, I'd literally just sit there and watch the stage and and because normally when I when I was watching the show back home, I'd always watch it and then I'd see the models running on like walking on the yes, runway. Yes. But then at that moment, it kind of felt weird because I was I was seated in the chair and I could just imagine myself watching tv watching myself and it was like <laughs> such a weird experience yeah. and i could not believe that i was in the like i was in the show and to me i'd never took i'd never took that for yeah. granted like it wouldn't it wouldn't really matter where they placed us it could be somewhere in the bundus or whatever but mm. if i was taking part and and making sure that i i compete at my level best that was enough for me yeah. so yeah
0: you know, I can imagine that. That's the <laughs> realness you're talking about. Of, this is. I watch people doing this and now it's me. me. In this place. Yeah, it's a, bit, it's
1: a bit hard to explain, yeah. but yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> and of course, that came with like a lot of um, prizes, but also publicity. Mm, mm. And your name now became known by so many more people. Yeah. What was that transition like from pre-Project Runway Life to mm-hmm. post-Project Runway Life?
1: Ooh, the transition was hectic because it was like a lot of highs and people like wanting to get this and that and having to be everywhere at the same place at the same time. So it was hectic because I had to kind of like get out of my shell because I'm very like, you know, I'm, I'm not really an introvert, but I like keeping to myself. So I needed to just, I don't know, just become more open and, and I don't know how to explain. (laughs) It's just too many things going on. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, it was kind of, it was kind of hectic. I had to, just get over my fears and just be present and and do what I do best. Mm -hmm. So, um, since the competition, I haven't, I haven't really looked back. I mean, every, every hardship and every, um, obstacle that I've experienced led me to that moment. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's unforgettable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. really is unforgettable. So yeah, there's a lot to be grateful for.
0: And yeah. So tell me a little bit more about like what, how your business has grown
1: Mm. since then. Well um so as you as you know with project runway I had a few prizes that I won which was um the Paris um, exhibition which mm. was it went really well I was excited and I learned so much from meeting other designers from all over the world and I think also with my experience with Edgars that that kind of contributed a lot to where I am right now as a as a business owner and a fashion designer so I've I've had more time to focus more on the business than like basically just trending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I the, keep, trending, <laughs> yeah. the trending part is just something I haven't yeah. <laughs> really bought in. But um, I've been doing a lot of groundwork, making sure that the foundation is laid solid. And there's just so much still to do. I mean, like I said to you earlier, um, as much as I won the competition, I still feel like this is like the beginning of so many things yeah. and for my business I've learned to work with so many people different people from all over South Africa I didn't even know I had such a impact on on, on a lot of people mm. so I have clients like from let's say Botswana Eastern Cape yeah mm. a lot of places and I've I've managed to learn how to take care of the clients that I have and build with what I have instead of trying to get everybody on board and mm-hmm. and then satisfy everyone because when you start making custom made clothing you'll start realizing that it's it's very personal because it's a like even with the, the the studio that we've set up now we're trying to create this environment that basically takes looks out for our clients and gives them like a a, 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 a an exclusive experience Making sure that they need uh, taken care of, mm. and those kind of relationships that you you build along the way, you can't really take for granted or or find anywhere else. Mm. Yeah,
0: I'm so inspired by that. Like I love what you're saying because we had this conversation before we started yeah. recording about <laughs> how, you, I mean, yes, you can exist on social media mm. and be that brand that is so well known and trained yeah. or whatever mm. but at the end of the day there's a business True. and I love that you're connecting the fact that your business at the heart of it is mm. about the people p- it's about the people yeah, it's all about the people yeah I mean yeah. I can only imagine I mean, I, I'm, I'm yet to have a garment made <laughs> yeah. by you but Cummings yeah. will do it very will like, but like I can only imagine that if I were a client mm. coming into a design. I, it it is very personal it's yeah. about me and it's about I want to feel good mm. in whatever I leave mm. in at the end of the absolutely. day absolutely I want to feel comfortable I want mm. to feel like it's me I don't necessarily as much as I come to you for your aesthetic mm. as a designer yeah I want to feel like this is me that's that's true and yeah. another
1: thing when, when somebody should always remember as a designer when somebody knocks on your door and they trust you to, to, to come up mm. with to take care of them you need to you need to take a job seriously mm. and make sure that it, it's done properly. So, with the the years, I think as a designer, we always want things done like immediately. We are always talking about fast fashion. We are always talking about what's in, what's out. But honestly speaking, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. This the like designing is a journey. Mm. There's no perfect way of doing it. There's no prescribed way of doing it. You just need to take 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 charge of your life and just make sure that that you take the time to fully understand what it is that you, you're you doing.
0: Because,
1: yeah. I mean, when I graduated from fashion, there wasn't Instagram. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's yeah. just so many things that have changed and how people perceive what fashion is mm. and be constantly learning. Mm-hmm. So be as designers, especially me, I think um, I shouldn't speak for everybody, I'm constantly learning the industry. I'm learning fashion. I'm not, I don't want to sound like somebody who, who thinks that they
0: You've got it all figured you out. You know, they
1: yeah, they've got everything figured out and they they've made it. Mm-hmm. Um yes, in, in other aspects I've actually made it, but when it comes to my craft, to me it's still it's still a it's still a process. Mm-hmm.
0: What else, just on that tone or note, and um, what else would you say to young someone who's out there, a young designer that's trying to like find their feet or figure their way out in the industry?
1: I think um the most important thing is to just keep keep at it whatever you're doing doesn't really matter who says what and if there's people doubting your your creativity or if you if you're not sure about if they're not sure about you you just need to be you need to really believe in yourself and keep at it Mm. because the people that you surround yourself with might not understand what it is that you're doing but somebody out there will Mm. and i always think um not to just limit ourselves and think, okay, maybe because you're in how Teng, people in how they need they need to like you. You can go anywhere and, and, still, and still make it. So you, you can just, just need to find your people, your clientele, and that's it. I mean, there's so many opportunities out there and there's a designer for everybody. Yeah. And that's what I always tell people, like, maybe I'm not really like your kind of designer because if you don't fully understand the type of garments that I create and the, obviously my aesthetic, mm. then I don't, Think that it is I'm I'm the designer for you. So there's nothing, wrong, okay. with yeah, there's okay. really nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, there's <laughs> really nothing wrong with that. You just need to be firm and 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 stand in, in your beliefs that this is what you want to do and then stick to it. Mm. That's basically and that's what sets you apart from everybody else. Because yeah. imagine if you basically start doing what everybody else is doing.
0: Catering for everyone, trying to please everyone. No, you
1: can't. It's impossible. Yeah, You can't make everybody happy. Mm, yes, no. you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's
0: beautiful. <laughs> um, tell me, say what have been the biggest highlights of your journey, but also some of the lowlights of your journey?
1: I think my biggest highlight would be the partnership that I've I've, I've started recently, which is... Um, what happened is, after lockdown the Covid experience, I made a few changes <laughs> in the business, and it helped me a lot. and i've I've done some collaborations and I've collaborated with another brand, which is what we doing. um currently, we're sharing a a house with a beautiful woman's way. Brand and it's been amazing.
0: Yeah. So on your Instagram, <laughs> yeah, we just have a space. Oh yeah. gosh, I'm excited to see
1: you. Oh, you should definitely come. i Yeah, it would be it would be lovely having mm. you there. So also um, partnering up with people that are also in the same industry, same space, and sharing the same vision with 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 somebody who's in business, it kind of it helps a lot because mm. now that you 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 working you're not just i would say you can't do it on your own you, can't you, do, you do need you need people to to actually assist you in in achieving those goals and um basically living up to your full potential mm-hmm. so right now i'm in i'm in a really good space and i love i love the design house that we've created i live there i can't can't <laughs> wait to go there right now <laughs> after this podcast i'm yeah. literally just driving to the studio and just yeah. Yeah, creating, and that's the kind of environment that. Yeah, I was. I've always wanted to to be in, and now that I have it, I've got like basically all the tools the tools that I need to succeed, and I can't. I can't mess it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: do you have people that work for you?
1: Yes, we do. We have seamstresses. Um, these young ladies that we recently started working with—they're doing amazing. Yeah. And they, they, they've got a chilled vibe, and obviously with the type of. Um, environment that you want to build we be, be building for the for the studio mm-hmm. you want to get as many young people involved mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then also learn um a few tricks from them from them as well so yeah
0: what 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 has it been like moving into a leader position because now we you have these young <laughs> people working for you and not just yeah. looking up to you as well learning from you what has it been like transitioning into that new role
1: well, it's completely
0: different from designing because yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? when you're
1: a designer, there aren't really rules to follow. Mm-hmm. You just need to break away from all the the rules and just do you. But being a leader is it's not as easy as everybody makes it seem. Because even when you don't feel like like setting out the the rules, you need to you need to it's it's for your business. You, you need firm. to be firm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's for your business. It's for your brand, and you need to make sure that that always comes first. Mm-hmm. So. Um, getting the team that understands that is, for me, it's a, it's 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 very important. It's it's a blessing to have people that get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what are some of the low lights that you've experienced on your journey?
1: I'd say COVID. Oh, COVID! <laughs> when COVID <then>. hit, <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like I was losing my mind. I was like, because you should remember um, yeah. when the lockdown started. I. For the first time I, I slept. I've never I felt like I haven't been sleeping for five wow. years. So to actually wake up in the morning and, and not rush anywhere, to me that was that was so difficult. It was. So it kinda like it, it, it helped me put a, a few things on pause and um, as you know, I moved from my Harati's studio. I had to close down the studio mm-hmm. and move to Job. So, yeah, obviously with the move from Harti's, it was it wasn't easy because I remember I had a conversation with Bonolo my Mashiko. she's also a designer really yeah. doing well. I had a conversation with her and I was like, Bonolo, what's really going on? Are we really closing our studios because this is hectic? I mean, how are you coping? Because obviously, I think talking to people in the same industry as you who are doing the same thing that you're doing, mm. it helps. Yeah and i had a conversation with her and she was like girl you have to do what you gotta do i let go of my stuff i let go of some 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 stuff i had to let go of certain things and obviously like i said um you need to adapt so also part of this journey that we call business is not giving up because if i was doing it for the wrong reasons it could have easily just gone south but um this is something I was born to do. And I don't think I'd, I'd do anything else but the fashion. Mm. So I knew that things I going to look up if I just continue doing what I'm doing. And I mean, you can literally take me anywhere. I'll still carry my sewing machine and I'll even try to sell clothing. To <laughs> I mean, during the <laughs> pandemic, I'll be there selling clothing yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. so it was kind of hard. I had to readjust. I remember started making masks, anything to just keep the business going. Mm -hmm. My machine's on. Never switch off the machines because if you switch off the machines, basically you don't have a business it's you just have a hobby yeah. so um i had clientele i had people even the old even my cl- i had to make sure first before the pandemic started i called most of my clients and i just offered them masks because i was like i need you guys to be alive to stay alive mm-hmm. so they can come back and <laughs> buy clothing okay uh, yeah. <laughs> so here's a mask for you and you <laughs> and you <laughs> and just protect yourself yeah. so that's the first thing and that i think I that did. goes back
0: to what you said earlier about um, having that long-term relationship yeah, with yeah. your clients because, yeah, it's a journey. You don't... My words. <laughs> you don't just want to make a dress, ship it out, no, and you're done. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, it depends on the business model that well, you have yes, of because we all do different things. But um, I think with me, it's become really personal. And I think long after I'm gone, I'd love to believe that the relationships and the, and the business um, module that I've created will continue mm-hmm. without me, you know. Mm-hmm. You just need to keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and just share as much as you can with the people around you. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically it. Yeah. yeah. So are those all the lows that... Yeah. The lows came with, like, a lot of good because yeah. I feel like sometimes some stuff needs to be taken away from you so that you can appreciate what you have.
0: Yeah.
1: So... It's all part of a learning curve.
0: It it is, it really is. So, what is your vision for Kinsey, the brand, the business? Hmm. But also, what's your vision for you, Kinsey? The 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 person, the human Hmm. behind it all? Like, what vision do you have (laughs) for yourself, not just for your business? For myself. I wanna I wanna make sure that I
1: I spend a lot of time with sharing the the like my craft with people and making sure that like as mm-hmm. much as I'm, I'm i'm' I've studied and i've I've done a lot of fashion and the experiences that I have that's stuff that you can't really duplicate and give to someone else, but with the time that I share with the people around me and giving that's 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 more than enough for me mm-hmm. and obviously in my family as well um i always I always tell my grandmother with the stuff, I keep telling her that, okay, go. this is what I'm going to do. And then she always asks me, you know, like, how? Like, you know, King, don't don't give me high blood pressure because this is too hectic. And mm-hmm. then I'll go out there and I'll do it. So those kind of things, I also want to remind them of how important it is to basically go after what you want and, and being you. Mm-hmm. So for, for myself, I think, I want to live... I really just wanna live. I wanna go out there, I wanna taste good food, mm. I wanna travel, I wanna experience new 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 stuff, you know, yeah. just meet up with different people, different cultures and just immerse myself in, in, in a different world. And I'll definitely I don't know if I if I can save up for that ticket, but I want to go to—I don't—I want to go to space. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now that there's transportation, <laughs> I think yeah. I need to get onto that um, galactic airway. So yeah. yeah. So if anybody wants to donate, <laughs> or come through, come through. We'll start a crowdfunding Cause thing cause for you, I, mean, I can imagine if I, if I can go to a different country or, like, think of re-Imagine myself in a different world if i can just get onto a ship and go to a different, go into space when i come back oof, oof i can't imagine the stuff that i'll be doing yeah. cuz i've gotten i've gotten this far with just imagining it so being in it and experiencing yeah. it
0: yeah so so well um the, the your experiences shape the kind of designer you are definitely i mm.
1: i think thinking thinking broad and just dreaming like dreaming big and you know when I mean big, just not having limit, like, you know, just thinking beyond even the universe. Yeah. It's just, sometimes I try, I sit there and I try to think about it and I'm just like, okay, this is a bit too much. Maybe I shouldn't go too far. I might not be able to come back. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, being a creative, there's, there's a limit. You, <laughs> you need know. to pull yourself You need to <laughs> you come know. back. Yeah. But, um. I think I'm very confident in in where we headed as as a country, where I'm headed as a designer and even as a as a human being. I feel like um, there's just too many things out there to explore and just and I mean just the experiences and and being able to talk about things, even though people don't understand all the things that I say, it's okay. I mean, I've, 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 I've been through a lot of stuff, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Well, to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: That's what matters, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So now we're at my favorite part of the podcast mm. where I ask my favorite question. The reason I love this question is based on my favorite quote, which says, okay. be who you needed when you were younger. Mm. That's my favorite quote. Because I believe that as much as we can never go back and change time, mm. if you needed to hear something when you were younger, right now, somewhere out there, there might be someone who needs to hear exactly that today. Hmm. So tell me if you could go back hmm. and talk to younger Z, hmm. It can be you at any age. It can be you at 12, at 18, at 24. It could be you yesterday. <laughs> you know when you just...
1: um. Mentioned my younger self, I'm seeing this afro like big head. Oh. <laughs> like, like, could never yeah. control. Um, oh, yeah. If I had that? to say something to her, I'd I'd tell her that the the world is yours. Yeah, just go out there and grab it. It's you don't you don't owe anyone anything, mm-hmm. and you basically enough to just yeah enough, and the world is yours. You can do anything you want. Mm anything that's basically it anything you mm. can do anything you want yeah whether it's dancing singing well unfortunately i can't sing and i'm one person that loves <laughs> singing
0: <laughs> but yeah. maybe
1: not that but <laughs> you can do but anything. Else. <laughs> anything else yeah you can do anything you want yeah. so um i think also in the future when i do have kids that's the kind of message that i'd love to to you know let them ha- inherit mm. so just do whatever it takes to to get to where you want to go and just believe believe mm. yeah because when you're young it's very difficult to 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 get to, to actually even have that um that the support structure when you have something but i've, I've seen that recently it's changed and I, I always see it with my with my clients and how they are with their kids and mm. i'm just like okay this is the modern day uh, motherhood this yeah. is how parents are now it's it's always interesting to witness when you yeah. see um, young girls or children being being encouraged by their parents to go to, to go for it mm. and it's it's such a for me it's such a beautiful thing to, to witness and I love it I love everything about it and just live your truth you know there's just too many things there's too many things going on in this world if you if you just don't know what it is that you stand for it yeah, it can easily just
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. stand in your truth, li- mm-hmm. b- believe in yourself because mm. you can do it all. And I actually agree with you. Like, as a child, it's hard to believe. Mm. Like, you are told all of these things, you are told you can be whatever you want, but it's hard yeah. to believe it. Yeah, it is. Um, it's one thing to say these things repeatedly, but to actually believe it, mm. that's the real work. That's, yeah, that's mm. a lot of
1: work. And obviously, with the, the, how the times are right now. Mm. There's just so many outside um, external pressures coming from social media, from peers. So it's very really difficult to kind of like center your thoughts and really listen to your voice and the truth. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very important to, to encourage that at a very young age because I don't think um, things are going to get easier moving forward. It's going to get difficult for a lot of us. So the design and the arts is it? it's another escape to, to heal a lot of people. So mm.
0: Mm. No it's it yeah. is. I'm saying like that because it actually is. Yeah, it like for is. me this is my escape. The sure. podcast. This is my healing journey. And this journey. is a vibe, hey <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But yeah so this is my healing journey mm. so I can actually relate to what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Hundred percent. Oh wow. This is wow. been amazing. Um, how can how can our listeners our viewers um, um get in touch with you, um look at your work, your journey.
1: Well, I am on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter as Skin masilo and I'll be starting a YouTube channel soon. So for everybody that wants to get into the fashion industry and learn how to make clothing, it is easy. You know, it just takes time and practice. So yeah. if you do have the time, make sure that um you tune in and then just check check out the videos and and start making your own clothes. <laughs> you have to start somewhere. Yeah, Just start. start somewhere. Yeah, start with yeah your but own. don't forget to, to, to come to get to Gintamazilo <laughs> <laughs> and order dresses. Yes, <laughs> yeah, this has been amazing.
0: Thank, Thank you. So you. Much. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I love this conversation. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.